Today's daf is Ksubis daf ayin hey, and we are at the very top line, the two dots on daf ayin dalad amid base. Today's daf is being learned leilui nishmas chayim melazer ben yibadol chayim reb shimshin aryeh and leilui nishmas kela bas yibadol chayim reb mordechai tzvi. So we're continuing to discuss the mishnah on daf ayin base amid base, which. Discusses a man who was Mekadish and Isha Alatanai. In the ratio of the Mishnah, the Tanai was Almanasha in Oleonadarim. In the safe of the Mishnah, the Tanai was Almanasha in Bamumin. The Mishnah says that in the event that Nimtsu Oleonadarim or Nimtsu Bamumin, Dalach is going to be very simple. Eino Mikudashas. Mar now is going to begin with a brisa that is really a follow up to the halacha of the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabban, we learned to the brisa. Holcha Eitzol Chacham. If a man was Mekadash Anisha al Menas She'ein Oleh Nadar, and then he found out that she had Nadar, so the halacha should be the Mishnah Eino Mikudashas. What would be if she then went to a Chacham and the Chacham was Mater the Nadar Vehitira? Says the Brisa Mikudashas. In that case, she is going to be Mikudashas. Meaning, even though they were Nadarim, and based on the Nadarim and the tonight that he made, Talacha should be Ena Mikudashas. If, however, she's Mataneder, she'll be Mikudashas. Eitzel Roifa Veripoi. So, what about in the safe of the Mishnah, where a man was Mikadash Nisha Amanasha Ein Bamumin? She had a mum, but then she went to a doctor, and the Roife was Merape, and he healed the mum. Then the halach is, Ena Mikudashas, she's still going to not be Mikudashas. What's the difference between the Chacham being Mataneder, where we say now Mikudashas, versus the Roife, who was Merape, where we say the halach is still Ena Mikudashas? So the Gemara says, a poshit yet lomdashateretz. And that is Chacham, Oikeres Haneder Meikare. When a Chacham is Mataneder, he's Oiker the Neder Lemafreya. He makes it as if the nether never existed. Veroyfe, however, when a royfe heals, he can't make it as if the illness was never there. It's only he could say that this moon, that this illness is no longer going to be a problem. Why is that? A difference as it relates to the halach, it's very posh. When this man was Mekadash Anisha, Amanasha, Enolayon, to the extent that there was a nether when she was standing under the chuppah with him at the time of the Kedushan, that would be a reason that the Kedushan shouldn't be held. Now, there was a nether. However, once she went to the chacham and the chacham was Mater Nether, it comes out that in the world of the Mafreya, the nether was really never there. So if the nether was never really there, it comes out, he was Mekadash, Amanasha, Enolayon, Adarim, she had known Adarim, therefore she's. Not going to be, therefore she's going to be Mukudashas. What are you going to tell me? But the nether was there? It's true, but Hatara has the ability to be oiker the nether lemafreya, and therefore when we look at it now, Going backwards, there really never was a nether, and it's for that reason she's going to be Mikudashis. Incidentally, and this is more from when we learn Masachdis Nadarim, the Lamdim all say that just like Rabchayim, Famously, was Mechadesh and Sefer that Mion, which is Oiker Kedusha Lemafreya, is only Oiker the Kedushan Mikanu Lehabal Lemafreya. Hatoras Nadarim, there are many rias to this, is also 
Oiker the neder only mikanu lahabala, my friend. But as it relates to our Gemara, that's neither here nor there. The point is that when the woman goes to the Chacham to be mounted neder, it's Oiker the neder lahabala, as a result, in the world of the Mafreya, she had no nadarm, therefore the Allah is going to be the Raifi doesn't have the ability to do this. Therefore, at the time of the Kedushan, at the time that they got married, there was a mum. Once there was a mum at that time, the Allah is going to be in a Mikudashas. That's the Brice. Zok the Gemara, but there's a problem. The problem is, there's another Brice. Fatanya, we learned it in another Brice. If a man again was Mikadish and Isha Manash in Ole and Adar, and they were in Adar, then she went to a Chacham, the Chacham was Matin Neder. Or Eitzel Raif of Rifi was Mikadish and Isha Manash in Bom woman, and there was a woman, but she went to a doctor, and the doctor healed the woman. The Allah is in a Mikudashas, and either one of these two cases, the Allah is going to be in a Mikudashas. What's the Kasha? We have a stira between the two Brices as it relates to Holcha Eitzel Chacham, the Hitira. In the first Brice, the Allah is Mikudashas. In the second price, it's Enema Kudashas. And in Svaro, we hear the first price better than we hear the second price. So the Gemara was Masbrit so beautifully that Hatoras Chacham is Oiker the Nedel Mafreya. So it comes out that really there was no Nedel. And therefore, she should technically be Mikudashas. So, number one, we have a steer between the two prices. And number two, what's Pshad in the second b'raisa? Why is the halacha in a Mekudashas? And the Gemara is going to say two terutzim. The first terutz is Rava, the second terutz is Rava. And even though in our Gemara, the first terutz looks like it's Rava, but really it's Rava. Oh my Rava, so Rava said like Hashem. There's no steer between the two b'raises, meaning they clearly don't agree with each other, but at the same time, no worries, because hara meya hara belazar. The Tana of the two Brices are not the same person, and as a result, it's not a steer. Ha, Rameir, the first Brice is going to Rameir, the Omar who holds, Adam A man wants, Rashi says, that's a little bit of a misnomer. Not that he wants, but he doesn't care. In a Makveh, a man doesn't care so much if his wife is going to have to go to Bezdin, and as a result, endure some Bezdinus. Ha, whereas the second bride so is going to Rabbalah. So the Amar who holds, A man does not want his wife to have to go through Bezdinus. Rabbalah has a shita, as we're about to see, that which means that when this man made a nether, number one, he doesn't want a wife that has nether. But included in that is, he also doesn't want a wife that's going to have to go through any bizyoyness to get rid of any nadarim that she otherwise may have. The process of Hataras Nidarim involves Bezdin, which for a woman involves an element of Bezayoy. And it's for that reason when he, we assume that when he said Amanash Enola Nidarim, he meant no neder, period. And don't come to me with alumnus that even though there's a neder, but we'll be Oikir the neder of my Freya. Because the way to do that would involve going to Bezdin and Enodem Bezdin. And therefore, if she goes to a Chacham and the Chacham is Mater, even though it's true in the world of Lundis, it's Oikir the Mafreya, but the Allah is going to be Enomikudeshes, because when he made a Tanai of Almanash Enolanodarim, he included in that that. It has to be a situation where there's no Nadarim, period. But if the way there's going to be no Nadarim is through going to Bezdin, because Ein Adam Reuster Shetespaz is the Bezdin, so that was all included in his Kavana, that's all included in the Tanai, and therefore the Allah is going to be, this Tanai did not play out, and in a Mikudashness. The first price is going coin to Rameir. Rameir holds Adam Reuster Shetespaz is the Bezdin. People are not so sensitive to this. And because they're not so sensitive to this, for that reason, it's not going to be 
and it was Octibar Mais. We seem to have a Machloikis between Rame and Rabbalaz, Adam Reutz, the Shetaspas, Ishtabazan, and Adam Reutz, the Shetaspas, Ishtabazan. So the Gemara wants to know what the Makar is to this Machloikis. Just Agav, it's interesting. Yesterday's staff, we had the Machloikis Rav and Shmuel and the Machloikis Abaye and Rabba with regard to Adam Oisabilosibilos Nos or Ain Adam Oisabilosibilos Nos. And we said, of course, people are not Oisabilosibilos Nos. But the question is, how far do we try to psychoanalyze a person that when he gets involved in a transaction, is he thinking, and as a result, we're going to start thinking and interpreting his actions to be a certain way. Over here, we're going to do the same thing. The chazaka that we're discussing is not whether a person's but it's whether a person is of course nobody wants his wife to be but the question is again how do we apply that svara to the psyche of a person when it comes to discussing these types of halachas and chazal often did that and many halachas you find are based on chazal being and we try to understand and there's a lot of psychology that plays it out in Gemara. Here we have two of the biggest sugis and shas that are playing out. Either way, the Gemara said it's from Meir and Rabbalazar. Whether we say this far or not, and the Gemara wants to know where is this Rameir, where is this Rabbalazar, what's the Makar? Says the Gemara, the Tanan, it's a Mishnah, and this Mishnah is in Mesechtis Gitin. If somebody divorced his wife, and the reason he did was, is because she made a nether. Rashi says she was an Adronis, she was making a Dorim. And he doesn't want to be married to a woman that makes an adarm. As a result, he gave her a get. He can never marry her again. Meaning, there's an isr machzigrushas. Ordinarily, if a man divorces his wife, unless he's a kayan, he could always remarry her. Unless she married someone in the interim, then you have the love of machzigrushas. But if someone divorces his wife, mishum neder, there's a takonis chacham, this old dindirabonon, loyachzi kamerigat, mishum shemra. The same is true if somebody divorces his wife because of a shemra. There were rumors being spread in Yoni Arias. There too, loyachzer, he's not allowed to remarry her. Now we're going to focus on the hamoitzi as ishtoi mishum neder part of the Mishnah. We're learning Perek Hamader, and it's the Neder component of this Halacha that's relevant to us. So the Gemara now is going to bring a three-way Machloikis Tanoim, three Shittis, how this Halacha was applied. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda is the first Shitta in the Mishnah. He said, any Neder that the Rabbim knows about, meaning this Neder was made by Rabbim. It wasn't made behind closed doors, but it was something that was done in a public forum. Then the Halacha is That's when this Halacha is true. So if a man divorced his wife because she made a nether berabim, then the Allah is like yachser. If, however, the nether wasn't made berabim, yachser, then if he wants to take her back, he's going to be allowed to take her back. Rashi's masber. there's some long Rashi's here, that Pshana Rabbi Huda is, Rabbi Huda held that the reason Chazal made this takana, that Amoyitzi Yisishlam Yishum Nether Lo Yachser, is because Chazal did not want women to be frivolous when it comes to Nedarim. They didn't want that women should be prutzim in the area of Nadar. By the way, that's the same reason that they said they shouldn't be prutz and barayas. But it was based on the fact that Chazal didn't want women to be Nadronesses. This is what they told the woman. You make a nether that your husband doesn't like, he may divorce you. And if he divorces you, he can't take you back. So that's a deterrent, and we're hoping that that's going to stop her from making the dharm. It's for that reason, Rabbi Yehuda held, that the only time we're going to enforce this halach, and the only time Chazal made this takana, was if she makes a nether that's like a chamer dig a nether. A nether she yadu by rabim is very chamer. In what way is a chamer? There's no afara. 
You have no way to be matter nether like that. And because this nether is such a chamer de nether, so we look at her as being a real pirate's gather, and it's over there that we have this takana that a moitznes ishtoy mishum nether layachs. If, however, the nether was made in a way where the rabbin don't know about it, as much as she's parutz in the area of nadarim, but it's not so bad, at least she's not making like the real serious types of nadarim. And for that reason, this halach is not going to be true. That's Rabbi Hudashit. Rameya had a different hagadara. He said, kol nether shetzarach hakiras chacham layachs. Any nether that in order to get rid of this nether you'd have to go to a chacham you'd have to go to uh, a bezdin that type of nether if she makes if that caused the man to divorce his wife he can't take it back if however it's not a nether that requires chakiris chacham what type of nether doesn't require chakiris chacham a nether that the husband could be made for so we know there's two ways to remove a nether a chacham could be matter a nether and the husband could be made for a nether a chacham could be matter any nether but a husband's limited in terms of what type of nedarim he's able to be made for so the mayor said if it's a nether that requires chakiras chacham that the husband can't be made for that's when the Allah is layachzer if however it's something that's in itzar chakiras chacham and something that he could have been made for by himself then the Allah is going to be yachzer what's Pshan Rameir so Rashi says Rameir had a completely different understanding as to why Chazal made this takana that Amoitzi es ishtoy mishum nedol ayachzer. Rameir held the reason was because we're worried about a kilkel. We're worried that a man's going to divorce his wife because she made a nether. She's going to go to a chacham. She's going to be mad to the nether. Then the husband's going to say, one second, I only gave you a get because of the nether. I never intended on giving you a get in the event that you were going to be mad to the nether. I didn't realize that this was a nether that you could be mad to. In my mind, there was no way out of this nether. Then he's going to follow up and he's going to say, if that's the case, my get was never really a get. If she's married to somebody else, she has children from somebody else, we're dealing with some significant issues. So there's a concern that a kilkul may come about as a result of this. It's for that reason Chazal said, You know what that's going to accomplish? Not what it's going to accomplish, that once you give her a get, we're not listening to you anymore. But even more than that, if you're going to come now and you're going to say it was a toys, we're going to say, Rebbe, you should have understood that Talach is lo yachzer, which means you should have done your homework before you gave her again. And as a result, we don't believe you anymore. And the lo yachzer is going to prevent all the kulkulin from possibly happening. But here's the point. The whole takana was made because of a kilkul. So, Mayor, if it's all because of a kilkul, so the only time there's a chashash that there could be a kilkul is if it's a nedah shetzara chakir but if it's a nether that he himself could have been mefer, so what kill could, could there be? I didn't realize that uh, a chacham could be matter. What do you mean? You didn't know the laws of Afara? You know, once upon a time you got married, so this was all part of the chassan shmuz. They would tell the chassan, you should know there's a parish of Afara in the darim, not so shriach bizmaneinu, but once upon a time every chassan knew his rights, and he understood that part of your Ho'isha Niknis is that you have the ability to be made for Nadarim. So you probably knew that. And as a result, if it's a nether that you could have been made for, and you weren't made for, so what kilk is going to come from it? I, I would have known. What do you mean? You knew the laws of Afaru. You should have been made for. And therefore, a mayor says that the only time this Allah is given to gay is if it's a nether, it's a chacham. But if it's in it's a chacham, chacham, there the Allah is going to be asked. So we have a machlaikis Rabbi Yehudim Rameir as it relates to being magder, just defining this takon a little bit better. Rabbi Huda says, not every nether. Mayor says not every nether. But different Hagdaros. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the Takana was said for a nether Shayadu by Rabbin. According to Rameir, the Takana was said for a nether that's Sarechakiras Chacham. What's underlying Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda's respectively? The Siba of the Takana. 
the reason that Chazal made this takana. According to Rabbi Yudah, they made this takana because they didn't want women to be parots benedarim, and therefore they only enforced it with the real severe type of nadar. According to Rameir, it's all based on a kilkel, so they only enforced it where it would be negeya a kilkel. Where would it be negeya a kilkel? Where he would say, had I known the chacham, oh, but if it's something you could have been made for, you don't have that taina, and therefore it's not going to be negeya. But there's a third sheet. Um, Rabbi Laza, Rabbi Laza said, Chazal said that a nether that sarach akirus chacham is aser, but the only reason it's aser is mipnesha enetzarach. So the truth is, the Gemara is going to explain Rabbi Lazar's shita in a moment. So we'll just hold off before we see the shita of Rabbi Lazar, and we'll work with the digression of the Gemara. So again, we have three shitas. We have Rabbi Yehuda, we have Rameir. And then we have Rebbe Lazar. Rabbi Yehuda, who was the first Shita, and this is a dot of a digression, said, So the Gemara says, what's Pshad in that? Probably because Rabbi Yehuda holds that a Nedesh Rabbim is a Chamer de Ganeda. That's the way we explain the Gemara. That's the way Rashi explained the Gemara. Why is it Chamer? It's Chamer because he can't be made for you. can't be matter such a Nedesh. So Gemara wants to know how Rabbi Yehuda knew that. Had Rabbi Yehuda know that a Nedesh that was made by Rabbim is not a Nedesh that you could be matter? This is a well known Gemara. It says the Gemara, because the Pasuk says, Rashi says two words, the context is the Gevoinim, who we've spoken a lot about. When the Yidin entered Eretz Yisrael in the times of Yeshua Benun, they were told, There was one group of people that came from one of the seven nations, they posed as being from some other nation, and they signed a peace treaty together with Yeshua Benun, with Shvuas, and Yeshua agreed that they would be able to be Megayer, convert into Judaism, and be part of the folk. Turned out, he found out later that they're one of the seven nations. Yeshua wasn't happy about it. But he didn't backtrack on what he said. And the reason is, Because he had made a shvur. So what did he do? He made them chayt v'yetzim. He made them shayavimayim. That's what they were known as the nesinim. Because they were given over. They were relegated to these jobs. But Rabbi Yehuda said that it sounds like Yeshua Benon would have had an out. But... He didn't take the out. What would the out have been? He could have been Mata the Shvua. Why didn't he? It's because the Shvua was made by the Nesia Eda. It was made in public. So you see from here that a Shvua, and the same would be true for a Neda that's made in public, you're not going to be able to get it. Says the Gemara What is the definition of Rabbim? What's a rabbin? Rab Nachman by Yitzchak, Rab Nachman by Yitzchak says Shloisha, three people. How do you know rabbin is three people? Meaning, an edit that's made in the presence of three people, that's an edit that's made by rabbin. It's learned out from a zova, from all places. So we know a woman becomes a zova gedoyla when she sees dam during the 11 days of the 7 11, three days in a row, but it's three days, right? She becomes a zova gedoyla and the makar to that is because it says Yomim Rabbim. Chazal Darshan Yomim is Shnayim, Tafasta Mu'at Tafasta. Rabbim is Moisif, one more, Shloisha. So you see the word Rabbim means what? Mishloisha. Oh, so Rabbim is always going to be Shloisha. Yitzchak Amar Yitzchak said Asara. As it relates to the Nedash, the other way, Rabbim, it's not three people, but it's ten people. How do I know that? Because Eidok Sivbahu. Vlahiku Bnei Yisrael Kinishbu Lehem Nesiei HaEidah. And everyone knows Eidah means ten, the makar to Ein davish abekdusha pachas measara is learned out from the word eida parsha shlach ad masai leeida hara hazois there were twelve meragdim but only ten of them were raa because kolib and yefuna and yeshua benon were not and as a result we know from there that really the number is ten but the bottom line is we return to the mishnah and that is. If somebody's moitzi esish the mishum neder, the loch is lo yachz. Machloikis between Rabbi Yehuda 
Rab Meir and Rab Lazar in terms of how we enforce this halacha. According to Rab Yehuda, it's only a nedesh yada by Rab. According to Rab Meir, it's only a nedesh etzarech hakiris chacham. And then Rab Lazar said very cryptically, loy asru tzarech elam mipnei she'enoi tzarech. What's this machloikis? What is the machloikis? Rameir holds that being that the whole reason that Chazal made the Takana, that Amoytzi Yasishto Mishum Neder Lo Yachzer is because of a Kilkul. When will the Kilkul be in effect? If it's a Neder that requires Chakiras Chacham. Because the person's going to say that I divorced this woman because I thought that I had no way of working out the Neder. Had I known that a Chacham could be Mata the Neder, I would have never given her a get. Rabbi Lazar held just the opposite. Rabbi Lazar held that a man would never come, and even if he came, we wouldn't listen to him. And say that had I known that it was an Eitzah for Chakiras Chacham, I would have never given her again. Because it's true, there is an Eitzah, let's say, with this net of Chakiras Chacham. But how is the Chakiras Chacham going to happen? It's going to happen in Bezdin. And Rabbi Loza holds Einadam Reitzah Shetis Baza Ishta Bezdin. And as a result, this person would never make such a Cheshpin. And if he would do, we, didn't, we wouldn't even listen to what he said. Okay. So why then is the halacha that Hamoitzi es ishto mishum nedolo yachzer? Said Rabbi Lazar, it's dafkin egeya a neder she'enoit tzarech hakiras chacham. A neder that you could be mefer and you were not mefer, and then you gave your wife again. There's a concern that you may come back later and say, you know something? I didn't know hilchas hafaris nedarim. I never learned parag nine amurasa in the end of mesachdis nedarim. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that I had the ability to be mefer, and it's dafka there that we're concerned. But this is where Rabbi Lazar argues even more with Rameir. He says that once Chazal said that they said even a nether that you couldn't be made for that does require Chakiras Chacham we really you shouldn't have a kilkul because but Chazal said it's all going to be awesome so at the end of the day there's a machloik between Rameir and Rabbi Lazar in Halach according to Rameir only if it's a nether Chakiras according to Rabbi Lazar it doesn't matter if it's Chakiras Chacham so the halachic nafkemina, that's obvious. That has nothing to do really with our sukkah. What we need is really the behind the scenes, what underpins this machloikis. And that is a fundamental difference in terms of when Chazal made the takana of Amoites Ishtar Mishum Neder, which Ramei and Rabbi Lazar both agree was Mishum Kilkul. Not like Rabbi Yehuda that said, it's because we don't want women to be prudes in Benadar. They both were masking that the reason is it's because of this Kilkul. Was the Iker Kilkul the Neder that Sarah Hakiris Chacham? Or was the Iker Kilkul the Neder that was Enet Sarah Hakiris Chacham? Ramei held the Kilkul was the Neder that Sarah Hakiris Chacham. Had I known you could be Matineda, I would have never given you again. I, I being Matineda involves going to Bezin. Oh, a mayor holds Adam Reutza shetis Bazish the Bezin, not Reutza, but ain't a Mac, but he doesn't care. Rabbi Loza said no. The Ikatat Kano and the Ikat Kilkul is for the case that's ain't it Sarah Hakiras Chacham. Why? Dafka where it's ain't it Sarah Hakiras Chacham. 
Why not where it's Sarah Hakiris Chachem? Oh, because over there he'll never say that had I known. Because Ein Adam Reitzer should despise Ishtabelezen. So what emerges as a derivative machloikis here, and how to understand this takon of a moitzis Ishtabelezen, that Allah Yachzer is a machloikis where the Adam Reitzer should despise Ishtabelezen, or Ein Adam Reitzer should despise Ishtabelezen. Zog the Helege Gemara, Zog the Rabbi, that's the terrors to the two prices. I have a price that says, Holch Eitzel Chachem Vehitira Mikudashes. I have another price that says, Holch Eitzel Chachem Vehitira there's a stereo between the two prices, number one and number two. What's Pshat? The Chacham was Oike the Nedel Mafreya. And if he was Oike the Nedel Mafreya, it comes out she had no Nether. And if she had no Nether, then Luchur, they should be married. The Territ says the first price holds that Adam Reutz is Shetispas Ishtabebezdin. So the fact that the way this Nether is being removed is through the woman going to Bezdin is neither here nor there. At the end of the day, there's no Nether because the Chacham was Oike the Nedel Mafreya. Therefore, the Allah is giving me Mikudashas. Whereas the second price holds that Ain Adam Reutz is Shetispas Ishtabebezdin. So when he made the Nether, he didn't just mean no Nether and Lumdus. But he didn't want her to have to go through this process of these bizyoyness. If the second b'risa holds that Eino the Meroitzah should despise Ishta Bebezim, therefore the Allah is going to be that Eino Mikudashas. That's the first Teretz of the Gemara. Second Teretz of the Gemara is Rava Amar Rava said, Hacha bi'isha chashuva oskina. La'oylam, the way Rashi explains the Gemara, it could be that even the second b'risa that says Eino Mikudashas holds that Adam Meroitzah should despise Ishta Bebezim. And the reason that she is going to be in Mukadesh's is not because there's an umdana that when he made his nether, he meant no nether and not even to have to go to Basin. So what is the Pshat? It's because that price is discussing a very specific Akimto with this woman that he married was an Isha Chashuva. And Isha Chashuva over here means she comes from a very Chashuva family. And because she comes from a Chashuva family, the Omar, he could say, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm not going to be able to marry any of her relatives. What does that mean? Meaning, he understands that he married this woman, Amanasha Enola and Adarim. She had an Adarim. But then she went to a Chacham. She was Oikir at Lamafreya. Turns out, this Taka, no Adarim, therefore they should be married. She's like, well played. You, 100%. You're right. You were Oikir at Lamafreya. I learned Adarim. I know the Lamdis. Mikano Lahabal Lamafreya. You got it right. But Lamaisa, he sits down with his Rav and he says, this woman's clearly an Adronis. I'm afraid that she might make a nether in a year from now, a nether that I don't like. So the Rav says, okay, so you'll give her a get in a year from now. What's have to do it now? You'll give her a get. He says, yeah, you know what the problem is? If I'm married to her and then I give her a get, I'm ushering all her crevice. She comes from a very harsh of a family. And in my mind, I always wanted to marry into this family. So he doesn't want to marry her now because he's afraid he's thinking into the future. And he doesn't want to be in a situation where he's going to be also to her crevice. And it's for that reason we assume that in the event that she had a nether, even though in Lundis you'll be able to be, he doesn't want to marry a woman that has a nether. But this is only true if she's an Isha Chashuv. If she's not an Isha Chashuv, we don't say this. But Rav is making an Akimta, Hacha Isha Chashuva. Skina, we're talking about she was an Isha Chashuva. What she's an Isha Chashuva, we assume that his nether of an Asha in Olanadarm doesn't just mean that in Lumdis there's no nether. But physically she didn't make a nether. Because if she physically made a nether, there's a concern she'll make a nether later. Then he'll have to give a proper get. And he's going to end up being Asher in all her crowds. Says the Gemara, if that's the case, Sefer Diktanis. Every good Brysa has a Sefer, right? So that second Brysa that the Gemara brought. In the beginning of the daf, on daf ayin dalad amid beis, the one that said that whether she goes to a chacham ve'itira or to a roif ve'ripat, either way, enim akudashes, that had a sefer. The sefer was discussing what would be. We hadn't had this yet. If the man was mekadosh anisha, but not amanasha in oleha nedarim or amanasha in oleha mumin, but amanasha in olai nedarim, amanasha in olai mumin. So it seems like she was the one maybe that was mocked with and. 
That was the time the Kedushin. The Kedushin was, I'm doing it, I'm a Nasa that I don't have. So what's the halacha there? If he goes to a Chacham Vitiro and Chacham was Matar, it's a Rafa Veripa, or goes to a doctor and healed the woman, the halacha is Mekudeshes. In that case, they're going to be Mekudeshes. What's the Gemara's Kasha? Listen, he ain't a Mekudeshes. The halacha should be in a Mekudeshes. I don't understand the difference where Amanasha in Olenadarim versus Amanasha in Olenadarim. Why? Because for Lehman, you should say the same Svara. Hachab Adam Chashavaskinim. If we're making an Akimto in the ratio of the Brises that she's in Isha Chashuva, where he made the nether. Or he made the tonight that she shouldn't have the Nadarim, then the in the Sefer, we have to make the same Akimto that he's an Adam Chashev. She can tie I don't want to have to be usher in his Kraven. In other words, and this is the way Toysvis, the top place in the Amid, explains the Gemara. In the Brysa, in that second Brysa, there's a chilik between where he is the one that's making the tonight that she has no Nadarim. Let's focus on the Nadarim part. Or she's the one that's making the tonight that he doesn't have any Nadarim. So the Gemara says, Mayurdik, if the reason that the second b'risa holds. Amanash in and then she was matted the nether, even though it's Oikul Mafreya, still the halach is going to be in because, what was the first reason? Then I understand the chilik between her and him. Because for her, there's a svara of Einadam But there's no svara that a woman doesn't want her husband to not be in the spazim. It's not a bazaar for a man to go to bazaar. For a woman, called but for a man, it's not considered a bazaar. So that is the chil between the reish and the seif of the rice. It's beautiful. Be'etzem, you will oiker the. So really, you should always be Mekudashas. And that's Pshad and the Sefer. That's why by the man, if he went to a Chacham and he was not to the Ned, there's not going to be a problem. Because it was like the Mafreya. Tafka by the woman, not. Because it's a Svar of Einadam Reitz. And that's not a Svar that's applicable to the Sefer. And that is the Chilot between the Reitz and the Sefer. However, according to Rava, that Rava says, no, this, that Brisa doesn't necessarily have to be Rava Laza that holds Einadam Reitz. It could be Adam Reitz. Pshat in the ratio of the prices in Aikimta, she's in Isha Chashuva. When the man made the Tanai and said, I don't want you to have Nadarim, he didn't just mean not Nadarim now. I don't want you to be a woman that's an Adronis because I don't want to ever have to give you a get where it's going to create Issa Krovis now about Grusha's, uh, all the, like, the Krovis of Grusha Asoy, and as a result, you're going to have a bunch of problems. Well, if we assume that that's what he's thinking. We should assume that's what she's thinking. And if that's the case, what's the chil between him and her? So too, if he goes to a chacham and he's Aikid and Adel but Lomaisa, he proved that he's a person that makes the dharm. And if he's someone that makes the dharm, she should not be masking him to this marriage. Meaning, what's the difference between him and her? If the pshad in that price is Einadam Reitzeshetis Baza, I understand the difference between him and her. For her, there's a svar of Einadam Reitzeshetis Baza. For him, there is no svar of Einadam Reitzeshetis Baza. But if the word is, I don't want to be married to a nadron, because I don't want to ever be in a situation where there's going to be a get and I'll be also in your crevice. What difference does it make if it's him or her? And the Gemara said, Shain Einmol, there's a difference. How so? Ihu, Ihi, her, Becholduhu Nichala. A woman just wants to be married. And even Becholdu, even if her husband is going to be a husband that makes Nadarim, we don't assume that she's ever going to want to get and then as a result be also to all his crevice. He is a little more picky in terms of who he wants to be married to. He's not going to be interested in marrying a Nadronis. He's going to end up giving a get. He's going to be usher and holer crisis. not something he wants. So we assume that when he made us tonight, it was included in that. Not only that in Lumdis is no Nadarim, but that Lamaisa there were no Nadarim either. However, her, when she made the tonight, we don't assume that. Yeah, she doesn't want to marry someone right now that has a Nadar, but that she's thinking so far that even if he has a Nadar, 
that he's oiker, but that maybe means he's going to make a nether later, and maybe I'm going to want to get out of this marriage. He's a little less sensitive to that whole Indian, and as a result, it's not a problem. What's the makar to this? So the Gemara brings a bunch of them. Kedur Lakish starts with Reish Lakish. The Amaru said, Reish Lakish netav lemeitan tandum lemeitav amalom. A woman would rather just be with somebody than to have to be yourself. Abayu, Amar Abayu said, the shum shenona gavra, for a woman's husband is as small as an ant, kursayu becharos eramila. She's going to sit together with all her friends whose husbands are not ants, and she's going to make herself feel very, very chashiv. She's very proud of her husband. Rapapa, Rapapa said, the nafsa gavra, a woman whose husband combs wool, dikariya besefe bava. She's going to call him to sit at the front stoop together with him. She's going to be very proud to be seen with him. Ravashi, Amar Ravashi said, the kalsa gavra, uh, a man who has bad he doesn't come from the her, his wife is going to be so proud and so happy to be married to him she's not even going to ask him for lentils he's not going to have to give her anything she's just so excited she can't believe it that she's married to this person even though he's a shum shenmona and even though he combs uh, wool and even though he has ayene yichas what's pshad in all this it was a bride that explained it could be these women are not really so interested in their husbands maybe really they want to just be mazana Problem is, if a woman's mazana and she has a child, so where'd the child come from? So if she's married, so she has a little bit of a cover, and therefore she wants to be married to these people either way. But it's based on what we know as Rishlokich's famous member of Tav, Lamet, and Tandum, Lamet, and that's where the distinction is between a man and a woman as it relates to this. Story. So we get a little bit of a breather. Emphasis on a little bit, and we return back to the Mishnah and Daf Ayin Beis on the day. So the Mishnah was discussing. Someone that married a woman that she had Nadarin, and someone that married a woman that had Mumin. Now, as it relates to Mumin, last line of the Mishnah, definition of Mumin is any Mum that would be considered a Mumin Kachim, a kind that is about Mum can't do the avoidance. So any Mum that would be considered a Mumin Kachim is also going to be considered a Mum in our Sukkah, with regards to someone that's Makadash and Isha, Abanasha, and Ba Mumin, and also with regards to Kinsestam, Finimtsu Ba Mumin. What's the definition of a Mum? If it's a Mum for a Kayan, it's a mum in Perikamadir as well. Zoktigmarton. And there was a Braissa that added to the list. Meaning, in addition to all the mumin that are considered mumin with regards to Kayhanim, as it relates to Perikamadir, there are three extra mumin. Number one, Zeya, a woman that perspires, she schwitzes a lot. The Shuma, if she has a mole, the Reachapen, and she has bad breath. Zoktigmarton would imply that it's not included in the rule of the Mishnah. These are things that Bakayanim you don't find. However, I see for the Mishnah, now this Mishnah is a Mishnah Masechtes Bechayrus. That's where all the halachas of mumin in Kachim are discussed. But this is talking specifically about a behemoth. So behemoth that's a zokin, an alta behemoth. or it's not a well behemoth. that's a behemoth that smells. So all these behemoths are possible. They're considered mumin. You can't put them on the mizbech. For time we learned in the Mishnah, mumin elu. These mumin bein kfu and bein oyim. It doesn't matter if they're permanent or they're temporary. Meaning it's going to pass. Psulim ba'adam. They're all considered mumin. Not only with the behemoth regarding a, a kain as well. What's the kasha? The kasha is from mizum. Mizum means he smells. Now what would be the problem with zeya? Probably because she smells. What would be the problem with Rechape? That's self-explanatory. Isn't that all included in Mizum? So the Bryce says, Tano, he sifu aleim, Zeyo v'Rechape. Kach is not from Shuma. It's from Zeyo and Rechape. Isn't that all included in Mizum? So the Gemara says, Amar B'yesi Rebchenin, Eloi Kasha. No, Kam b'Zeyo Iveris, Kam b'Zeyo She'eno Iveris. When the Bryce has said that this is a problem, but Adam is talking about a Zeya, She'eno Iveris. It's talking about a Zeya that's always there. A Zeya that's always there is a problem even by a kayan. When 
the Bryce has said, Hoisifu Aleim Zeya and Rechapeh, it's talking about a Zeya and a Rechapeh that's Oiveris. If it's Oiveris, it's not a problem with a, a Kayan. And the reason is because, what's the issue? The issue is sometimes all of a sudden he schwitzes, or sometimes he has bad breath. Okay, so during those times he won't do the Avoida. But it doesn't passel the Gavra. I'll do the avoid at a time where I don't smell. So as a result, it won't be an issue. But a woman can't say that because a woman's always with her husband. And because she's always with her husband, so what are you going to say? That it's only sometimes? No, well, sometimes it's already too much. And as a problem, it's going to be an issue. Now, just to clarify, the Bryce has said, it's really the Mishnah, didn't it say Mephurish that it's a problem even if it's Oivrim? The difference is, there Oivrim means the condition's going to pass. Over here, we're discussing the actual condition. Right, it's two different things. The the only time it's a problem by a coin is if the condition is a condition that when a person is suffering from it, he always smells. So let's say the condition lasts for a month. But for that month, that's a problem by a coin. Now, if the underlying condition is either, meaning in 30 days from now, this person is going to be smelling like roses again, doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. That's what the mission is trying to say. We're discussing the actual condition. As it relates to the woman... Even if the condition itself for that 30-day period, let's say, is not a, a condition that's always there, but if it's sometimes there, being that she's always Meshubit Levayla, so it's already going to be too much. <coughs> the bottom line is, there is a concept of Mizum when it comes to a Kayan. Nobody's arguing with that. But when the Bryce says, I see for Aleim, means a certain Kinech within the world of Mizuim, that wouldn't be a problem for a Kayan. Ravashi said a different terrorist. He said, Zeya a Mizuim Karamis, even though they sound similar and they are similar, but it's not the same thing. As it relates to a Kayan, it's possible if a person would simply have Zeya. So what could you do? So Rashi says you take a bath and chaymets. Well, we would say today you take a shower. So you take a shower. It's not going to be such a big deal. I mean, if someone has rechapeh, so what do you do in the times of the Gemara? Right? You put pulpula, you put peppers in your mouth. Today you use mouthwash. You can do avoida. When it comes to a woman, it's not after. Meaning this is a situation that there's an etza. There's an etza not to do it at a time where you don't have the problem. Even when you have the problem, you can, you can take a shower or you can put something in your mouth so you're not going to end up smelling so bad so a kain would be able to do the avayda. But for a woman to always walk around with pilpul in her mouth and to constantly be taking showers, that's a little bit too much and it's for that reason there is a chilek between the two. Either way, so the Bryce has said, Hoisifu aleim zeyo, so we just address Zeya and Rechapeh. Now the Gemara is going to talk a little bit about Shuma. So Shuma was a Hoysaf. As if to say, Shuma is not a mum for a Kayin. It's one of the things that we were Moisef. And we say that in the Sugis of Perakamadar, a Shuma is considered a problem. So Gemara, we say Shuma, let's talk a little, let's understand a little bit about Eid, Isposar. Did this Shuma have here on it? Then Hachavah Hachapasla. Then it's, it's always a problem, meaning it's a problem by a kayin as well. And eat the light is basar. If it doesn't hear, have here on it, then ishuma gedoyli. If it's a big shuma hachavachapasa, it's a problem by a kayin as well. And ishuma ketanehi. And if it's a small shuma and has no here on it, hachavachalaypasa, then I don't see why it should be a problem when it comes. There is a concept of a shuma when it comes to a kayin. So if it's the shuma that's the problem, shuma, it has here on it, or it's a shuma gedoyla, then 
then it's true by kain as well. It's not oisifu aleim. Elamai, it's shumik tana, and it has no here. So what's the difference? What's the makar told this time? You learn to the rice. Shuma sheyech basar, a shuma that has here on it. Arezemum, it's considered a mum. Ain basar. If it has no here on it, gedoyel. If it's big arezemum, it's still considered a mum. Ktan. If it's small, ain zemum. It's not considered a mum. Ezel gedoyel. What's the definition of a shuma gedoyel? Pirush Rav Shimon Gamliel. Ad ki iser ha italki. Kedushin daf base thing. If it's up to the size of iser italki, that it's going to be a problem. But the gemara's kashes again. Where's the hisi? Lachuria, if it has here or if it's big, it's a problem by a kayan. So where would it be in a gay? It'd be in a gay if it's small and it has no here. But if it's small and has no here, why would it be a mun? That's the Gemara's Kasha. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Chanina. Rabbi Yisrael Chanina said, I'll explain it to you. It's talking about where it was small and it had no here, which is not a mun by a kayan. That's the Hisifu Aleim when it comes to Paragamata. So why is it a problem? Because it was on her forehead. It was the location of the Shuma which gives it a mun. Even though really it's small, and even though it has no hair, the Gemara Rav and So, if it was on the Padachta, he saw her. So we know he saw her. So if he saw her, then Lachaira, he was Matthias. He was okay with it. Papa said, she wore this kapaluch, and underneath it, sometimes you were able to see it. He never saw it because whenever he met her. Her, it was covered, but at the same time, being that it's something that zimnin is mischasia, so it's considered a mum, even though it's small and even though it has no here, therefore it's going to be an issue. Amrav Chizda, Rav Chizda said, The following thing I'm about to tell you, I heard in the name of a Gavir Rabbi, who is this Gavir Rabbi? Rav Sheva. I heard it from Rav Sheva. Noshcha Kelev, if a woman was bitten by a dog, and then the area like developed a scar. I raised a mum, it's considered a mum. Amrav Chizda, Rav Chizda added, he said, a woman that has a a thick voice, haraiz a mum, it's considered a mum. Shenemar, because the Pasik says, ki koilech arev, umarech nave. And this is a Pasik in Shirashirim. And you see that the woman in Shirashirim is koilech arev. She has a very sweet voice. So if her koil is ava, it would be considered a mum. Tani Rab Nasin Bira. Rab Nasin Bira taught the following b'raisa. Bein dade isha tefach. That was what he said. The distance between the dade isha is a tefach. And no one knew what this price meant. He was talking about what would be considered noy. Now, why would he have said that? I don't know. But he was talking about the noy of an isha. And he said that the right amount of space would be a tefach. Ravashi said it's not what he meant. He was discussing mumen. And he was trying to say that if there's a tefach, that's already considered a, a mum. The kama. Okay. So what is noi? Meaning we had a havamina. It's noi. What is noi? I'm rabbi. Abaya said shalosh it's boys. Three it's boys. That's considered noi. Tanya Rav Nosson. Rav Nosson said kol isha shetadel gasim ishal chabri. So a woman whose dadim are bigger than her friends' dadim. I raise the mum. It's considered a The kama. How much bigger? I'm rabbiyasha. Braid Rabbi Shulam and Levi. Mishmed Rabbi Shulam and Levi. So Rabbiyasha, who was barbered Rabbi Shulam and Levi, he was an enoch Rabbi Shulam and Levi. He said a chabgeher from the zayda tefach one tefach bigger. There's such a mitzvah that a woman's dadim is going to be a tefach bigger than chavri. So in yet, Om Rabbi Barachan, Rabbi Barachan said, "I knew Isi Arvia Achas. I once saw an Arvia. She took her dadim, she put them behind her, and she nursed her child." So we just mentioned something that Rami Yaisha, who was an enoch of Rabbi Shulam ben Levi, said. He said over the name of his Grace Zayd, Rabbi Shulam ben Levi, said the Gemara is going to bring something else that this Rami Yaisha had said. The pasuk says it's a pasuk in Tehillim. The Pasuk is that Tzion says that anybody that was born, anyone that's a, a product, anyone that's a child of Tzion, one day is going to return to Eretz Yisrael, and it's going to be 
Gewaldig. But the Lushen of the Pasik was interesting. ish It's a double Lushen. So Om Rabbi Yaisha, Barbarade Rabbi Shuvan Levi. So Rabbi Shuvan Levi's Enakal, Rabbi Yaisha said, you know what this means? Echadan Noilidba, the Echadan Mitzapali Roysa. Someone that's born in Eretz Yisrael, Litsiyon Yeyamar, Ish Yulad Babu Chayna Elyon. But even someone that was born in Chutzlaret, but he's a Mitzapali Roysa. He's Libi B'Mizrach. He's thinking about Eretz Yisrael. He, he's hoping one day that he'll be Zoycha to see Eretz Yisrael B'Tefarto. He's included in this Haftacha of Ulitzio and Yeyomar, Ish Ve'ish Yuladba, V'hu Yechaynene Elyon. Amr Abayas. On that note, we just mentioned, Yudin living in Eretz Yisrael, Yudin living in Chutz Laaretz. So Abayas said as follows, V'chad minayu adiv kitrei minon. One of them is more than two of us. When Abayah says us, who's he referring to? So Abayah is synonymous with Bavel. Abayah, Rav, Yibayuluhu, Avayah, Stabayah, Rav. Who are them? Eretz Yisrael. So he said, one Talmud Chacham in Eretz Yisrael is more chashiv than two Talmud Chacham that are living in Bavel. Amar Rav, Rav added what Abayah said. He always does. Vechad minan, but one of us. Kisolok Lassim, who goes to Eretz Yisrael. Adav kitra minayu. He's going to be more chashiv than two of them. So it's true. Someone that you live Eretz Yisrael is more chashiv in learning, all things equal, Versus someone that lives in Bavel. Two times as much. But when someone that came originally from Bavel goes to Eretz Yisrael and he stags away, he ends up being two times, which is four times more what a regular Babylonian is. He's going to be two times more than the Hoyah. And he proved it, did Rava. The Rabbi Yirmiya, the Chihavah Hacha, they have a Yodah Maikami Rabbanu. When Rabbi Yirmiya was in Bavel, he didn't understand what the Rabbanu was saying. He right? All the boy Rabbi Yirmiya is. Maybe that's the rest of the story. But at the same time, Kisalik Lahasam, when he went to Eretz Yisrael, Karilan, he looked back at Asim Bavel and he said, right, Rabbi Yirmi has many members in Shas where he speaks somewhat disparagingly about the Yidden that were living in Bavel. Rabbi Zeyra and Rabbi Yirmi, Rabbi and Talmud, we've spoken about that in the past. Rabbi Zeyra is the one that said, Rabbi Yirmi is the one that throughout Shas says, either way, so the Yidden that were Yelidei, Eretz Yisrael, the Ulitzia and Yeyomar ish for ish. So the ones that start off in Eretz Yisrael are two times the ones in Bavel. But the ones that are Metzapel Eroisa, that go from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael, they end up being not just like someone that was born in Eretz Yisrael. I think that's the Hemshech and the Gemara. But they end up being more than the ones that were born in Eretz Yisrael. So we're going to stop here, even though we didn't even turn the page. But really, this next Mishnah is not just the next Mishnah. It's the next Sugya. It's a Sugya of Kan Nimtzu, Kan Hoyu. It's a Sugya of Amachtav, part of a Chamar. The Gemara is going to go back to the Machlokes, Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yeshua, and the first parak, all the back daffin of the first parak in the Sachtis Ksubis, this Shas Kotan, literally, Heading our way in the next half and a half. And we will save that for tomorrow. But as it relates to raid for today's daf, go, going back to what we spoke about yesterday, and that is the Gemara on daf Ayin Dalad Aleph, which is a Shas Gemara tucked away in the middle of Shas Sugis. So, it's, I think, pretty clear by now that the Daphne and the Perakamadir are some of the most intense Daphne and Shas. Tucked away within these Daphne, the Gemara mentions something that comes up a lot, specifically in uh, Archabura, and as a result, I think it's Kedai to go back to it, the Inbeis Medrash Belay Chiddush. And that is, the Gemara said that a Chalitza Mutas is Kshayr. What chalitza mutas is? Rabbi Yochanan said a chalitza mutas is where a man did chalitza alatnai. 
thinking he could make a tanai, when in reality, he can't make a tanai. That would be an example of a chalitza mutas that would be kasha. In other words, if a person would do chalitza ala tanai, even though in kala terakula, if you buy something, you sell something, you get married, you give a get, you do something ala tanai, the tanai now governs and regulates this transaction. But when it comes to chalitza, if you do chalitza ala tanai, we don't care if you are mekayim the tanai, you are mekayim the tanai, Taloch is, the chalitza is going to be a chalitza and the tanai is going to be neither here nor there. In other words, the parish of Tanoim does not apply to Chalitza. And the Gemara said, why not? And the Gemara said, the reason is, because what's the Makar to Tanoim? It's learned out from the Tanai of Bnei God and Bnei Ruvain. Says the Gemara, the Tanai of Bnei God and Bnei Ruvain was something that was Efshelekayim al Yedeh And we learn from there that the only time you can make a Tanai is if you're doing and engaging in a transaction that's Efshelekayim al Yedeh Something that you could do al Yedeh you can make a Tanai. Something that you can't do al Yedeh you can't make a tonight. Chalitza is something that you can't do al yedei shliach, and because chalitza is something that you can't do al yedei shliach, it's for that reason you can't do chalitza ala tonight. Tosfos on the Yomit said that if the Gemara said that we learn from tonight bnei gadu bnei ruven that something that you can't do al yedei shliach, you also can't be matal tonight. There must be some svaratur, meaning there must be some shaykhis that if this is something that I can't appoint the shliach to do, then so too. I shouldn't be able to be matal tonight. And Taisvah says, how do I know that? Because if there is no svara, then we wouldn't learn from tonight b'nei gadu b'nei ruvein that that should be the case. Because Taisvah says, even though the laws of tonight were learned from the tonight b'nei gadu b'nei ruvein, and ultimately they're regulated based on the specifics of the tonight b'nei gadu b'nei ruvein, but it's clear Chazal picked and choose which specifics they wanted to shtaltzo and which specifics they didn't want to shtaltzo. For example, the Tanai B'nei Gadavei Ruvim was Negeya acquiring land. I never heard said Toysvist that the only time you have a halacha of Tanayim is if we're dealing with land. Elamai, because it's no svara to say that you should be able to make a Tanai when you're acquiring land versus acquiring metalta. In other words, it's open for interpretation. It's open for svara. We have to use some element of wisdom in order to understand what we learn and what we don't say has to be so if Chazal said is one of the criteria that means there's a svara here and Taisa much it a little but Taisa said what exactly is the svara and Taisa said quote anything that's so biyadai that you can make a shliach there's a svara to say that it should be so biyadai that you should be able to make a tanai as well so yesterday we spoke out from the Hilgich Samsoifer and it's in his Chedush Samsoifer Alashas Gittin Daf Ayin Hei where the Samsoifer said so beautifully he said that if this transaction is something that I can appoint a shliach to do on my behalf, and when the shliach does it, it's literally as if I myself did it. What that shows is that I am a total bailam on this transaction. It's kechoyme biyad hayoitzer. Sadich sam soifer. If it's kechoyme biyad hayoitzer, it's bertsoisei marchiv or bertsoisei makatzer. Then I should have the control and I should have the ability to expand the scope and the manifestation of this transaction and be makatzer if I choose to make a tonight or not make a tonight. If it's something that I can't appoint the shliach to do, that means it's not kechayim of Yad The Torah said, do chalitza, and you do it, and nobody else. Whoa. So that means that it's not mamish in my control. I'm not such a balabas. If I'm not such a balabas, then 
you don't have the ability to be marchiv and mekatzer, and it's for that reason you won't be able to be matol tonight. Chasam Seifer said this to Bimiyashiv, a big tamir of the Pnei Yeshua, and getting the fine hay. And he said that once you understand that this is what Toysus means, it's going to answer all the kashas. Every single kasha you've ever seen in your whole life on this Indian, said the Chasam Seifer, when you understand this Yesoid, that it's not a truk in Exerus HaKasim. It's a svar. Toysus already said it's a svar. But that this is the svar, you're going to see it's going to answer all the kashas. And yesterday we spoke a little bit about some of the kashas that the Chasam Seifer answered with this Yesoid. But Eimbeis Medrash Beloi Chiddush, as it relates to this whole Indian of something that you could do Ayyadei Shliach, you also can make a Tanai. Something that you can't do Ayyadei Shliach, you can't make a Tanai. And that is a, a beautiful Ha'ara from the Briskerov. And I saw this Ha'ara in the Shurim from Ramashulam David Halevi, David Soloveitchik, in Mesechtis Nazar, and the Daf is the Daf that's becoming our favorite daf in Masech this Nazar, it's daf Yud Aleph, it's on that same Toysvist that we keep on referring back to. But I just think in order to appreciate the richness of the Ha'ara and really what's going on, I think it's Kedai to take a step back and to visit the parasha of Bnei Gado, Bnei Ruven, just to go through some of the Pesukim and the Torah, <coughs> just to understand it a little bit better. So the parasha of Bnei Gado, Bnei Ruven is mentioned in Parashas Matos. Ironically, Parashas Matos is the first part of the parasha that deals with the laws of Nadarim, specifically Hafaras Nadarim. And then at the end of the parasha, you have the laws of the Tanai Bnei Gada Bnei Ruvain. So really, the whole Parashas Matos we're pretty much covering in these dafin that we're learning right now. But either way, the Iker Parashah is very much tucked away. It's in the end of Parashas Matos. It starts Shishi. The Pasuk says, Umikne Rav Hoyul Bnei God Ulevnei so the Bnei Gruven and Bnei God, they had a lot of mikna, they had a lot of cattle. And they saw the lands of Yazer and Gilad. And they realized that it was very, very fertile land, and they felt that this would be a good place for them to settle. So the context is, the Yidin had just defeated Sichon Melech Moiri and Oig Melech And they took over... Their lands. Now, those lands were Be'ever Ayardin. They were on the wrong side of the Jordan River. They're going to cross the Yardin and they're going to enter Eretz Israel. This hasn't happened yet. This is around the year 40, and it's right before the Yidden are going to enter Eretz Israel, right before Mishnah Torah. But they had just taken over these lands, and they look around, they're like, this is perfect for us. This is exactly where we would want to live. So, Vayyavoyu Bnei Gadu Bnei Ruven. So, the Bnei Gadu Bnei Ruven come to Moshe. Vayyomru al Moshe, v'alalazar ha-koyen, v'alnesiyei ha-eid olema. Atoroiz v'divoyin, v'yazer v'nimra, v'cheshboyin, v'el-olei, u'svam, u'nevoyu v'oyin. All these lands. Ha-aretz ha-shahika ha-shem v'fnei ad-as Yisrael, Eretz Miknohi. It's very, very fertile. It's land that's perfect for cattle. And your slaves, meaning us, mikna. We have mikna. I think this would be a perfect place. This is where we would like to settle. Here's the ask. Let us keep this land. We're not interested in crossing the yard. So Moshe turns to the Bnei God and the Bnei Ruven. And he tells them, Do you mean to say? Like in other words, if we rephrase your request. So you want your brothers to go out and fight a war and risk their lives to conquer the Holy Land and you're going to stand over here? And then he told them, Why are you going to plant an idea and a seed in the minds of all the Jews thinking that maybe it's a little bit too dangerous to go into Eretz Canaan? So this is the reaction of Moshe Rabbeinu. He says, you know what I'm worried about? 
I'm worried that the Yidin are going to start thinking, one second, the Bnei God, the Bnei Reuven, they don't want to go into Eretz Kenan. You know why? Maybe because they're afraid. You know what this is reminiscent of? It's reminiscent of the Miraglim. Says Moshe, You remember? When I sent them in Parashat Shlach, I sent the Miraglim into Eretz Yisrael, What did they do? The Miraglim. And they came back, and they caused the Yidin to think they don't want to go into Eretz Yisrael. Hashem was very angry. Hashem's reaction was a Hashem. Hashem swore that no one's going to be able to go into Eretz Yisrael. That was the last time the Yidin were a little bit insecure about going into Eretz Yisrael. You're literally doing what the Miraglim did. Now, they're not doing that. They want to stay here because this is good, this is good for their business. But Moshe Rabbeinu said, just think about what might happen, the consequences. They're going to start thinking there's probably something not good about Eretz Yisrael. He gives them this epic Muslims. There's no way they expected this. And all of a sudden, bang, they get completely, completely overwhelmed by the Teichach of Moshe Rabbeinu. You know what can happen? We can have a Miraglam and a Tishabov of all over again. This is not a good idea. So the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruvain, they leave Moshe Rabbeinu's oil. It didn't go the way they wanted it to go. So they convene, they regroup, and they come to Moshe again. And they have a follow-up request, which they believe will allow them to accomplish what they wanted to accomplish, but at the same time address the concern of Moshe Rabbeinu. So they came to Moshe Rabbeinu a second time. And they said, what we want to do is we want to make Gedarim for our son, for all our sheep, and then afterwards we'll build cities for our children. Meaning, we need to make sure the only thing this is going to work is we have to be mocked him. We need to protect our cattle and we have to protect our children. Okay, where is this going? We're going to go fight together with the Jews. Now we're going to fight, but we're going to go in head. And we're going to be the Roshay Hagaisai Zakrashi. Ad Asher in. Until the land is settled. They'll be protected in these fortified cities. That will be fine. We're not going to return home. Until the Yidin got. And settled the land perfectly. We're not going, we don't want anything in Eretz We prefer to stay over here. In other words, they came back to Moshe and they said, Moshe, I hear what you're saying. But I have a perfect way to address this. We're going to fight along. So they're not going to think we're f- afraid. And not only that, we'll go ahead. We'll lead the way. So for sure they're not going to think we're afraid. And based on that, we'll be able to get what we want. I mean, it sounds like Moshe, you must him to give us Eretz And the problem is, you don't want another Miraglam all over again. But say that we'll come along like this since going to be fine. So Moshe heard what they said, and he said as follows, we're up to Shvi already, if you're going to do what you just said, you're going to go and lead the way in war. And you're going to fight until all the enemies are destroyed. And you're going to wait until the land is conquered. And then you're going to go back. The famous words. However, if you're not going to, 
you will have sinned. You should realize what an Avera you did. Moshe Rabbeinu says, we have a deal. And make sure you fulfill everything that you said. They're so excited. They tell Moshe, We're going to do everything that you said. And they hazard everything again, which is very interesting. Our children are going to remain behind. We have a deal. So Moshe Rabbeinu now calls a Lazar, Yeshua ben Nun, the Rashi Avos, and he tells them as follows. I made a deal with the Bnei God of Bnei Ruven, you have to know, because Moshe Rabbeinu is not going to go into Eretz so you have to understand what this deal is. As follows. If they're going to go, and lead the way, then you should give them Eretz Hagil Lachusa. Vim lo yavru chalutzim. And if not, itchem v'noichzu b'soichem Eretz Kanan. Then they're not going to get a very yard. They're never going to get something. V'noichzu b'soichem Eretz Kanan. Then they'll be part of everybody else. Vayanu b'nei Godu v'nei Ruvein Leimar. So again, this was being relayed by Moshe to Elazar and Yeshua Benun and the Rosh Hashanah Hamatos, but it's in their presence, and they say again, Hashem we'll do everything that you just said, we're going to go, we're going to do everything, and we want that this should all be ours. And now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they built the fortified cities. The pastor goes on, it tells us about all the different cities that they ended up conquering. Mafter, and three psukim later, the parsha is over. That's the ending of Parsha's Matas. So there's a lot over here that needs to be understood. I just want to mention two things very quickly. Number one, who approached Moshe Rabbeinu? It was the Bnei God and the Bnei Ruvain. And when it came time to Lamaisa, so the Pasuk says, Vayitain lahem Moshe l'vnei God v'levnei Ruvain v'lachatzi Shevet Menashe ben Yosef. And all of a sudden, Shevet Menashe ben Yosef gets mixed in over here. So the kasha is, who said anything about Chatzi Shevet Menashe? Now everybody knows it was God, it was Ruvain, it was Chatzi Shevet Menashe. We know, because it's a Pasuk in the Torah. But the question is, they didn't make this request, so why when Moshe Rabbeinu came to Lamaisa, this is the pinnacle, this is the final Pasuk that discusses this. He gives it to the Bnei God, he gives it to the Bnei Ruvain, and he gives it to Chatzi Shevet Menashe. So the Ramban asks the kasha. The Ramban says, Shevet Menashe never came. But you know what happened? What happened was, when Moshe Rabbeinu started dividing the land, he realized the land was too big. It was too big. For two shvatim, for Ruven and God, it was too big. So he asked, is there anybody else that wants to volunteer that's going to be interested in staying on this side? And there were people from Sheva Menashe that wanted. The proverbial Chatsi Sheva Menashe. Anoshem Misheva Menashe. Says the Raman, Maybe they were also Anshe Mikna. And that's what they were into. I'm not sure. Since maybe they were Anshay Mikna, but the bottom line is, that's what the Ramban says. Incidentally, the Ramami Pano, this is above my pay grade, but in his Asarim Amaris, he talks a little bit about why Ruvain and God, the Pnimius, were not Zoycha to enter Eretz Yisrael. He says there was a Pgam and their Leder, Ayin Sham. But then he talks about what about Chatzisheva Menashe. So he says, who was Menashe's 
father, Yosef. Who was his mother? Asnas. Who was Asnas? So Rashi says she was Basdina. Who was Asnas's father? Shechem. So he says that Menashe was a pogum because of the fact that his mother's father was Shechem, but he was only a, a chatzi pogum because from his maternal yichis, there was Dina. But the father was Shechem. And that's why Chatsi Shevet Menashe would go down as being Pogum. And that's why they weren't Zoycha to go into Eretz Canaan. And this is in Maimer Chikar Adin. If you want to see this inside, it's Chelik Shlishi. It's Perik Yud Ches Ayin Shah. But the bottom line is, is that even though Chatsi Shevet Menashe never really seemed to have gotten involved, but ultimately when it came time to Lamaisa, Moshe Rabbeinu was Vayitin Lahem Moshe Lebnei Godu Lebnei Ruvein V'lachatzi Sheva Menashe But you could understand at least why this all goes down as the Tanai of Bnei Godu Bnei Ruvein It should be the Tanai of Bnei Godu Bnei Ruvein and of Chatzi Sheva Menashe So Pasha is just too long But the other shot is is that they never really came with the request and because they never came with the request it wasn't a gay Rameh Simcha and Meshachachma asks that the MS is you don't find that Moshe Rabbeinu made a tenai with Chatzis Sheva Menashe. You only find that he made a tenai with Bnei Gad of Bnei Ruven. You don't see that he made a tenai with Chatzis Sheva Menashe. So if you don't see Mefurish that he made a tenai, Mehechatesa, they were bound by the tenai. God and Ruven, there was a tenai over and over and over again. It doesn't say any word about the tenai. When it came to giving it, it says he gave it to them. But there's no mention anywhere of there being a tenai. So Rameh Simcha says that you have to say that being that Moshe Rabbeinu made a tenai with Bnei Gadu Bnei Ruvain, then he gave it stam to Menashe. It's mistaber that it was done. I died to the hachi with that tenai. Says Rameh Simcha, Ugdoyla mizu amru in Ksubas Tafayim Gimel Amid Beis. Where the Gemara says if someone was Makadish two Nashim and he's Makadish one Ishala tenai, and then the second Isha he was Kinsestam, so Machloik is Rav and Shmuel, but Shmuel holds Einut Tzrichem and get from the Sheni. Why? Because we assume that the tenai that he made when it was Makadish one Isha was true for the other Isha as well, and we don't say that one is more Chaviv than the other. But the tenai that he made for the first Isha is going to be true for the second Isha. Says so, Zakar I don't mean that this is Pauli and that Machloik is Rav and Shmuel and Rav and Abayi and that whole festusugi of Kitchel al tenai Kinsestam. But he says, you see such a Muslim in a Gemara. And being that when he gave it to Bnei Gadu, Bnei Ruvin, he gave it all tonight, even though you don't find the foolish anywhere that he read Oyster tonight when it came to Chatzah Jeva Menashe, but it's Mistaber that it was like as a kin child tonight, the kin system, it's going to be Negev for them as well. But there's another thing that when you go through the Pesukim, you just mother Sedra, here in Parashas Matas, that you have to just notice, and that is the back and forth. It just, it's constant. Right? The Bnei God Ruben, they come the first time and they say, can we just stay on this side of the Yardin? Everyone else go to Eretz Yisrael. That idea was dead on arrival. Moshe Rabbeinu said, no way. Why? Because of the slippery slope, it may end up resulting in another parish Shlach. It's fascinating. The cook of the Godel. But he was worried that that's how this may play itself out, and as a result, that's not going to be okay. Okay, so they come with a follow-up request. They address that concern, good negotiators, and they say, Beseder, I figured out a way that that shouldn't be an issue. It's just going to be okay. And they they set up their request. Moshe Rabbeinu says, yes. 
And then they say, perfect. And they chazer over what they're going to do. Then Moshe Rabbeinu calls over the Yeshua Benun and he says it again in their presence. And Nachamol, they say that we're going to do it. And then finally Moshe Rabbeinu gives it. So there seems to be a lot of back and forth here. A lot of chazer sashir. Right, the Gemara says, Yofos yichasen shal avde yovis yoyser mi gufei halachis. The Torah chazers over Eliezer Eved Avram. Right, the whole Arichos and Parshus Chayisara about the Tanai and the whole deal that he made with Rivka. And this is like another example of it. We keep on repeating it again and again and again. We have so many halachis is that from one extra mappic hey we learn out yet over here this seems to be a, a tremendous arichos so I have been the farshei to try to get a little bit of a time of, of what's going on here and this is obviously not something that we could do our regalachas but there's one very interesting Sephorno where the Sephorno seems to be addressing this and he's, he's coming to explain <coughs> a little bit the back and forth of what's going on so Moshe Rabbeinu tells Elazar Akoyin, Yeshua Benon, the Rashi Hamatois, he says as follows. He says, If they're Bnei Godem, they're not going to cross the Yardin. And they're going to conquer the land. Then, you should give them Eretz Agilot. Then they shouldn't get it. Oh, by the way, we left out the main punchline. This is the tonight, right? This is the time. The transaction is they're going to inherit, they're going to make a chazoka in Evra Yardin, but it's conditional on them going and fighting and waiting until the whole land is settled and conquered and all the 14 years, etc., etc. The Bnei God, Bnei Ruben, they respond and they say, Nachnu, here's the Chazar Sashir. Nabar Chalutz and Lefnei Hashem Eretz Kenan. Ve'itonu Achuzas Nachlaseinu Meiver Leyarden. Zok Tzfurna. Be Medayik the Pesukim. Moshe Rabbeinu told Yeshua Benon that if they're going to do their end of the deal, Unesatem Lohem Es Eretz Agil Lachuzo. You should give them the land that they're requesting. Give them the land that they're requesting. What was their response? They said, no, I don't want to get it later. I want it right now. I want Hayoyim to be mine. It's semantics, but it's not. When was the Matana given? When did they make the Kenyan? When were they Machsik and Ever Ayardin? Were they Machsik and Ever Ayardin then, in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu? Or is it Unesatem, Lohem, Eseretz Lachuza, after the 14 years? Moshe Rabbeinu said, let them fight. They came back and they said, We want to have it with us. We want to know that we already received title on the whole Eivra Yarden. It already belongs to us. What's the next Pasek? He gave it to them. Acquiesced. He gave them what they requested. Why? Moshe Rabbein really didn't want it to go that way. But he also didn't want to get involved in the Machlechus. He said that already in the negotiation he was willing to be Mavata. And he said, if you want to have it now, Beseder, I'm going to give it to you now. But what emerges from the way the Sephorna understands the Psukim over here, that the Bnei God and the Bnei Ruvain, who were Neuchel, and the Yarsh and Eretz Canaan, they got it in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu. And they already had it then. 
So in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu, at that point, they already had it. So what was Yeshua ben Nun's role in all this? He wasn't being manchal anything. He wasn't the Dasacheres Machna of the Iverayarde. He was just making sure that it worked out because there was a tonight. See, he's like the, the, the arbitrator who has to determine whether or not the, the tonight was actually fulfilled. But he's not the Machna. He's not the one that's gifting Iverayarde. Vayitain lahem Moshe, the Pasuk says. Moshe Rabbeinu acquiesced to what it was that they wanted. And it's for that reason, at that point, they already had. If you look in Rashi, in our sugya, in Ksubis Tafayin Dalar Amad Aleph, and if you look in Toysfus, our Toysfus, in Nazar, Tafayin Dalar Amad Aleph, it's Mavur, Sayin Rashi, and Sayin Toysfus, not like this form. The Gemara said that we learned from the Tanai of Negad of Neruvain that any Tanai that's Efshalakai Mayadei Shliach, you can make a Tanai. But it's something that you can't do Ayadei Shliach, you can't make a Tanai. If it's Kechayim Rabbi Yadai Yoytzer, Betsoysay Marchim, Ubertsoysay Mekatzer. In other words, by Negad of Neruvain, it was something that you could do Ayadei Shliach. And being that you could do it Ayadei Shliach, so something that you could do Ayadei Shliach, over there, the Allah is, you'll be able to make a Tanai. So, Deilige Rashi, Ardaf, yesterday's anyways, Ayadalur Amad Alev, Dibra, Maschal Ayadei Shliach, Ki Hosom. Like by the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruvain, it was Shliach. Sharei Moshe Tziva lo Yehoshua, lo seis lohem esa aretz, shahoyo shluchay shal Moshe, v'nos no lohem. That when Yeshua Benun gave Evra Yardin to Bnei God, the Bnei Ruvain, and Chatsi Sheva Menashe, he was acting as an agent. He was the shluchay shal Adam k'moysoy of Moshe Rabbeinu. He was acting as a Shliach. In other words, when did they get Evra Yardin? They got it from Yeshua Benun. Either Pasuk says, it doesn't mean that. It means he gave it to them. Maybe through Yeshua, it was going to be Vayitin Lahem Moshe. Whatever the Pshad is. But the point is, it's Mephurish and Rashi. When Toysavis and Nazar, Tafir Aleph, asks his grace Akasha, that why does the Gemara say, Irene, it sounds like if it would be a good tonight, it would be fine. L'chairin Aziris is less of a Shlichus, and Musa, the less of a Shlichus, is less of a tonight. So, Toysvis, listen to the way he asks the question. In Toymar, the Tepek lay, the Nazirus, E. F. Shalakayim Ayudeshliach, the Mina Bahamander, Ksubas Ayendalid, the Bino Tanai Dumya, the Bene God, the Bene Ruven, Sheneskayim Amaisa Ayudei Yehoshua, Shahoyashliach Moshe, Vahasam Hani Tanol, the Vatal Amaisa, Voloi Baalmo. So, it's Mufurish, Sayyid Rashi, and in Toysvis, not like the Sephorna explains here in his Pirish Allah Torah, that really. The Avra Yardin was not given to the Bnei God and the Bnei Ruven, but rather Yeshua Benun was going to be the one that was going to give it to them. Yeshua Benun was going to give it to them al yidei. Shluchay shaladam to Moshe, and it would be nechshav as if Moshe Rabbeinu gave it. But the point is, they didn't get what they wanted. They wanted, it should be v'itonu. It should be with us now. They didn't get that. Not they didn't get it. The Sephorna says they got it. It's Mefurish and Rashi and Ksubis and Toysvis and Nazar, Bechura, Pasha, learning up Chumashir, that they really didn't get it. But Derek Agav, I saw in the Shiurim from Rishulam David, he brings from the Briskarov, so he doesn't bring the Sephorna, he doesn't call Rashi and Amader, he's just learning up Toysvis here in Nazar, Dafir Aleph, Ofenart, Alatar, State, and he asked, he doesn't understand why Toysus needed that knech. And really, the cash is the cash on Rashi also. If you're trying to tell me that the only time you can make it tonight is if it's something that you can be Mekai Ma'yadei Shliach, you need to tell me because B'nei God of happened Ayyadei Shliach? Who cares if it happened Ayyadei Shliach? The Nekud is not that it happened Ayyadei Shliach. The Nekud is that it could have happened Ayyadei Shliach. So the Briskorov mutshed very, very stark that he doesn't understand that why we needed that it happened Ayyadei Shliach. That's just Taisefes. 
It shouldn't be necessary in the Pashim Shan and the Sugi. But that aside, but here's the Ha'ara. The Ha'ara is as follows. Toysvah asked his grace Akasha. Naziris is not Efshalakai Ma'ide Shliach. And if it's not Efshalakai Ma'ide Shliach, it should be like Chalitza. That you shouldn't be able to make it tonight. Zok Toysvah, Fiesh Loimar. It's true, the Iker Kabbalah's Naziris, you can't do Ayadeh Shleach. But there's a component of Naziris that you could do. Because every Nazar, when he completes his Naziris, brings Karbonus. He brings a Chatos, he brings an Oivlo, he brings a Shlom, it's a big part of the Naziris. And that you could do Ayadeh Shleach. How? Because because somebody could bring the carbonus on his behalf. I mean that somebody could bring the carbonus on his behalf. So it's <coughs> and if it's that's why we look at Nazar as something that you could be matled tonight. So the Briskarov asked the Kasha. He asked the Bomba Kasha. He says, I understand. The fact that somebody could bring the carbon for a Nazar, that makes it well, let's just visualize it. That always helps. So this is a year he was a Nazar 30 days, he needs a haircut, clearly, and uh, looks a little disheveled, and now it's time for him to bring his carbon. So he has a chiv, he has to take three carbonis. If he has a friend whose name is Chayankel, and he says, you know something, I know you're a Nazar, I want to have a chilek in your Naziris, I want to be a shutif in your Kedusha. So I want to go, I'm going to sponsor your carbonis. If somebody wants to do it, he could do it. That person is his shliach. Chaychis. What do you mean He just paid for it. He paid. He's not a shliach. Yeah, it's a shutfis. The tovayol of bracha. But he's not a shliach. What makes him into a shliach? Shlichus is oh ishmakadish by Bishlucha, how do you know Shlucha Shalom Kamoisai? Mili la Mamsum Shlich and Shlich Vara Vera, there's all sugi of shlichas, you have to be a bardaz. By Akum there's no shlichas. What does this have to do with shlichas? The territory someone else could sponsor it. But if somebody else could sponsor it, somebody else can spiel a roller over here. In English, right? So what does it have to do with shlichas? That was the Briskarov's Kasha. L'chayri, the Gemarik Subis, Ayindalit is saying it's something that you need real shlichas, like the sugis of Chalitza, yeah, shlichas, no shlichas, the place is real, all the rate. The Avbechach, no, we had to mention that. So that's all, in, with, we're dealing with real, bona fide, legitimate, fleshig shlichas. What's the shlichas over here? Because somebody else, meaning, when you learn this Taisvis, your first reaction is, why does the Karbonis matter? That wasn't the Briskarov's Kasha. He wasn't asking that. He's not asking the kasha we're asking. Biskarov's asking the kasha the Biskarov was asking. The fact that Taisa said that the carbonus is after last day shlich, okay, that's what Taisa said. Dash in Taisis. the shlichus the Briskarov asked. I don't see shlichus over here. I don't see shlichus. So the Briskarov said that it's Muchach Taisus held, that when the Gemara said in Ksubis that it's Efshel Kaim Aydei Shliach, it doesn't mean Shlucha Shaladim Kamaisa Diga Shlichus. As long as there's an element of this that I can delegate out, that someone could do on my behalf, that's already enough to satisfy the condition of Efshel Kaim Aydei Shliach. It doesn't have to be a massive, where like the Chsam Soifer said, it's Kachayim Rabbi as long as somebody can play episode role, you can be a mishtatif. In this Indian, that would be enough. Oh, but the Briskarov said, had Taisus know that? It's a pillar. Where did Taisus see this? So Rabbi David Alevi said, that the Briskarov said, he said, you know, Taisus knew it. Because Taisus Lushitase said, that what was the shlichus when it came to Tanai B'nei Gada Be'eruve? It wasn't that it was Efshelikai Medei Shliach. Taisus said much sharper. Rashi says the same thing in Ksubah Zayin Dao. There really was a shlichus. What was the shlichus? The shlichus was that Moshe Rabbeinu was Memani Yeshua Benona Shliach. And he told him, I want you to be my shliach. And I want you, it's my job, I'm supposed to be Manchel Eretz Yisrael, but I'm being Memani Yeshua Shliach and I want you to be the one to give it over to the Bnei God of Bnei Ruvay. 
When did Yeshua ben undo it? He did it after Moshe Rabbeinu was nifter. Said the briskerov, if somebody's mamana is shliach, and then the mishaleach dies, is nishluchay shaladim kamaisai? Said, there's no shluchay shaladim kamaisai, mishaleach's not alive anymore. And because he's not alive anymore, so it's not shaykh for there to be shlichos. So said the briskerov, it's not vood the shlichos. She said, weistos toisvis understood that it's mucha from the God of the Ruven. We don't need a shlichos that's oiskaltin in the lumdis of shluchay shaladim kamaisai. All we need is, is that it's something that's ev shalasai sayyadei acher. Now, if you could do it all your day shlich, then by definition you could do it all your day acher. And chalitza, which you can't do all your day shlich, by definition you can't do all your day acher. But at the end of the day, if an acher could do it, even if it's not working with the lumdis of Perak or Ishmaqadish and all the sugis of shlichas, that in and of itself is going to be enough. Since Edebriskerov, that Toysus Lashi Tosoy, who said that avuad the shlichas by Bnei God of Bnei Ruvain, what did the Gemara mean? It meant Yeshua Benun was a shlich of Moshe. That shlichas couldn't have been a real shlichas. Anyways, I mean that that shlichos was not a real shlichos. So you see from there that Efshel Kaimai De Shlich doesn't mean a real shlichos. If it doesn't mean a real shlichos, then the fact that someone else could bring my carbonus, that would also be enough shlichos to satisfy this requirement. And that's why Naziris Oktoisvis goes down as something that's Efshel Kaimai De Shlich. That's what the Briskarov said. But Meshulam David Al Levi said that the Briskarov's word is Mamish fire. But at the same time, one ha'ara. And that is, it's really Tully and Ktsois. We'll just mention the Ktsois. And then, Betein Lachachem Yech Kamoid. It's a very famous Ktsois. It's in Simen Kuf Peches. It's Siv Cotton Days, where the Ktsois was discussing someone that made someone a Shleach to do something on his behalf, and then he became a Shaita. The Meshaleach became a Shaita. The question is, could the Shleach fear Oise Shlichos, or could he not fear Oise Shlichos? And the Ktsois brings that it's a Machlik, his Rambam mentor. The Rambam says that if somebody was a Bari, he was healthy and he was mamano shliach. The acha kach achsoi choyli shtos. So the halacha is that midday raisa, the shaita shliach can give the get. Now midday rabban and the Ramam says it's possible, but it's only possible in the vreim. Midday raisa he can give a get. The tour argues tour is in Evan Ezra Simon Kufchaf Aleph, and he says that if somebody appoints someone a shliach and then the mishaleach becomes a shaita, the halacha is the get's going to be possible. What's the Hezbron, the Machloikis between the Rambam and the Tor? So it's Mavur and the Ktois, but it's Yudur, Meir Simchan, Ar Sameach, the Ol Mazber. The Machloikis is how Shlichus works. When somebody makes somebody a Shliach, does he give the Shliach now full power of attorney to the extent that now he becomes the Baldover? Or it's not that he's the Baldover, it's just that what you do is Nechshev as if I'm doing. It's not that you become the Megarish. It's just that when you do the mice and the sinus, I get it. It's as if I did the mice and the sinus, I get it. If you hold that the shliach becomes the baldover, the mensch, the shliach is suddenly the megarish. As long as he's alive, as long as he's okay, as long as he's not a shaita, that's going to be fine. But if what he's doing is only acting as a, an extension of the mishaleach, then if the mishaleach is right now a shaita, so as a result, there's no way the shliach will be able to do what he's going to do. And the ktsai says that the nafkamina would be by dinei mominus, and the nafkamina would be what happens if the mishaleach died. But the bottom line is, the ktsai already said that if somebody makes someone a shliach and then he dies, whether the shliach is his bottle or not is really Tully in this machlokes between the Rambam and the Torah. If you hold that when he gives over the shlichas, he gives him full power of attorney, and right now he becomes the Baldovin, it doesn't matter if the Mishalech died. It doesn't matter if he became a Shaito. If, however, he's just acting as an extension, so in that instance, then if you would need that the Mishalech should be alive, you would need that he should still be a Bari. Regardless, the 
that had you know that you don't need a real legitimate shlichus in order to satisfy the Tanai of Milsa the Isa B'Shlichus Isa B'Tanai is from the fact that Rashi and Toys don't say Rashi, but Rashi and Toys both said that Yeshua Benun was acting as a Shlich of Moshe. I Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't alive, said it's Poshet, it wasn't a real Shlich, it's not so Poshet. It's really totally in that Ktois and in that Orsameach in Kufpech has Bez, a Ktois that will revisit Be'ezer Hashem another day, but either way, like we said, just another ha'ara related to Milsa the Isa B'Shlichus, Isa B'Tanai, Milsa the Lesser B'Shlichus, Lesser B'Tanai, and this is Mamash, Aim Beis Medrash, Belay